Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, where you get comics, pop culture, and sports. And it is sports time, as we will be talking about the championship, uh, the conference championship series in the NFL for episode 300 of the Crossover Podcast. Joining me today. Oh, wow, that's today? Yes, today, episode 300. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce. Joining me today, that was the voice of Craig Needles. How are you, Craig? Good, thanks. All right, uh, good to have you on. And rounding out our trifecta, Bill Needles. How are you, Bill? I am fine, thank you, sir. Sorry about the loss last week, but uh, hey, you've uh, you, you got a uh, pretty sweet playoff win the week before, and True. it's more than I've ever been given in my football <laughs> <laughs> watching life. So uh, fair enough. So, yeah, um, no, that was a tough loss, but yeah. uh, we they they got outplayed, man. Simple as that. Yeah, that was the Niners' best game of the season. Played in, I think so in the divisionals. Yeah. I, I think so. I think the way that they ran the ball was just so damn efficient. Just every, like, you know, some of that's, like, and they were pushing around a pretty good defensive front, too. Like, it was, like, that's not how I expect the 49ers to win that game. I thought they were going to do a lot of play action, go over the top, and get after the Vikings secondary a little bit, because the defensive line, the linebackers, uh, very clearly the strength of that defense. But uh, the 49ers thought, hey, we can, uh, we can get those guys if we're smart, and they did. The Vikings played a lot of um, high safeties. Just because the middle of that, like, you know, they, the, the Vikings have good safeties. Harrison Smith, Anthony Harris, good safeties. But um, they uh, were concerned, obviously, with the Niners doing exactly what I just said. That's not how the Niners decided to attack. Uh, interesting interesting uh, w- game plan from Kyle Shanahan, though. I don't think the Vikings expected that either. And the results were pretty good when they were averaging six, seven yards a clip. Yeah, which means they never had to air that ball out. Yeah, what's the point? So... Yeah. Like why? Why if you can get six yards a, ga- uh, a play running it, why would you pass it? Nope. Like yeah, obviously passing is more efficient in the long run. But if you if they, if they've shown no ability to stop you from running the ball, why would you take a risk of throwing the ball? Uh, Garoppolo had a, a, a look. Kendrick's made a nice play, but Garoppolo made a poor choice that uh, kept the Vikings in the game a little longer than perhaps they would have been. So uh, yeah, they just like okay, we can run the ball to win today, so let's run the ball to win today. Yeah. I mean, it was seven-seven after the first quarter, but after that, it was it was just all Niners, and they they couldn't do anything to get past. It was fourteen-ten at one point after Garoppolo's interception, True. the Vikings had a for a field goal. But yeah. uh, so you're like, oh, okay, maybe the Vikings get this or get that, or whatever it happens to be, things could go their way. Mm. But that is uh, not how it went. Mm. Uh, speaking of game plans and uh, things not necessarily going their way, the Tennessee Titans, who I looked it up, and when the playoffs started, were fifty to one just to make the conference game. So, if you were bullish enough to think that the Tennessee Titans would go into New England and beat Tom Brady and then go into Baltimore and beat Lamar Jackson and company, uh, hmm. good on you, because uh, that, yep. that's probably a pretty significant payday. 50-1. to 1. Like, just to give you an indication of that, my all-time great score was uh, the 2011 Giants Super Bowl when they came in uh, with the odds at 50-1, to 1, and I put uh, 50 bucks on them at 50-1, to 1, and they came through for me. Um, that was completely different because that was more of a, I mean, I guess maybe I should have been on the Titan, but I mean, like they didn't have to go through Brady and then Lamar Jackson, that Giants team, that Giants team, if I remember beat like 
Atlanta they beat they home. beat Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady in back to back weeks. It's pretty good. That's true. That that is yeah. something. The the, the huh. opening game though in the wild card, if I remember, was like Atlanta, and I think Atlanta scored. Yeah, they had a home game points. against Atlanta. Yeah, and it was a game where if uh, if it was decided by record, Atlanta would have been at home, but instead the Giants were, and Atlanta got just two points off the safety. Yep. 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 Weird. What a weird game. Um, yeah, the Titans fifty to one just to make the conference finals. I couldn't find what their what their Super Bowl odds were when the playoffs started. Obviously, it would have to be more than fifty to one. So uh, there's that. But uh, they went into Baltimore and just bullied the Ravens, didn't they, Craig? I I, I couldn't believe it. I, like you know that that's obviously the, the the blueprint for the Titans to win football games. Of course, is 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 winning that way. Um, but there, it was just the the game where everything goes wrong for Baltimore from the start. And there are some questions. Hey, if they get if they get down against a team that can control the clock, are they going to have a problem? I thought, you know what? No, their offense is so good. Even if they're running the ball a ton, they can get chunk plays. They're fine. Um, but apparently that wasn't the case. So Tennessee's offense didn't surprise me at all. The defense did. You know, I I, I could have told you that Tennessee could put down a game where they rush for 190. Weeks. Oh yeah. Already. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's fair to say. Here's but what I knew that Baltimore was done for. Shut them Even down. when they, yeah, no, I think that's 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 very reasonable to say. Uh, Tennessee had a fantastic defensive defensive game plan. Lamar missed some throws. Just you know, putting out there. I know that people pointed to his numbers at the end of the game and said, oh, he was fine. But uh, uh, when the game was competitive, he was not particularly good. Which hey, that that happens. That's 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 football. Um, here's what I knew that the, the Ravens were in trouble. Even when they were down fourteen nothing. I'm like, okay, they might be able to make a game of this. They just need some things to go their way. They get a couple of field goals, come out with the first possession of the second half, and they're driving. And I'm like, okay, the Ravens tie the game right here and take it over. And then they missed their second fourth and one of the game. Hmm. And the Ravens hadn't missed a fourth and one all season. And they go for a lot of them because their thought process is, we have Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram, so let's just go for it. That's smart. I like that. But they missed two in a row at the worst possible time. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, it was just old school bully ball by the Titans. They just went in and they just weren't afraid of the of Baltimore. They weren't afraid of that offense. They ran the ball down their throats. Anytime the Ravens looked like they were going to get off the mat, somebody ripped off like Derrick Henry or somebody else ripped off a huge play. Um, like Baltimore's biggest, like the the, the play were like I think you're right because Baltimore the the moment where they lost the game was and I thought they were smart to go for it on the fourth and one they just didn't get it and I believe two plays later was like the 63 yard run by Henry that got them to the five or whatever and mm-hmm. uh, and then they scored a couple plays later yeah um, and that 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 was yeah. that was about that was about uh, lights out right there yeah he- heck of a thing though the Titans. Uh, the only thing to worry about about uh, for them going forward is the uh, phallus of Mike Frabel going forward if, if they continue to do well. That is the only thing. Did you guys happen to catch that story? No. Oh, uh, well, I guess at the beginning of the season, Vrabel went on some sort of uh, Tennessee Titans podcast. It, it, it was their, like, you know, local broski, all we do is talk about the Tennessee Titans 365 days of the year podcast. It, it, from the... From the feeling I got, it was very morning zooey type thing, but uh, I, I don't want to speak. I don't want to tell tales at a school because I haven't heard it. But uh, he basically said he would cut his dick off if he won the Super Bowl this year. Oh, so yeah, so let I, I mean, give us new definition of Marshawn Lynch's old dick. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, if just uh, like I'm just like if the Titans win it, does Vabril do it like on stage or like what? What does he do? Because I mean, like I don't think he does it. <laughs> yeah. Well, he swore an oath. 
Yeah, I know. This is a blood oath here, Craig. Like this is this is a blood. Well, fact, blood if is you will. blood is part of it. Yeah. Um, I still don't think he does it. Oh mercy. Uh, well, we'll see. I mean, I, I'm I'm big on the Chiefs this week, but we'll see. I mean, anything's possible, right? Um, and speaking of anything's possible, uh, the Houston Texans and Kansas City Chiefs game. Wow, what a debacle that was. Uh, at one point, the Chiefs were down 24 nothing, and they were a minus nine and a half point favorite in that game, and they easily covered that spread. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, parlayed the Chiefs and the over, and there was basically from midway through the second quarter on, despite the fact that the Chiefs had a 24 nothing hole. Midway through the second quarter on, I was very, very confident I was winning that money. And I did. And I never felt unconfident the rest of the time. The live betting in this game, apparently, was unlike anything we've ever seen. This game was unlike anything we've ever seen. I know that we we say that about football games all the time, especially ones that everyone's watching, like playoff games. But, like, here's the thing. Coming back from down 24-0, that's that's strange that happens. But... uh, in a half. This is a situation in, in, a, quarter, in a half quarter, is certainly quarter, a thing. In a quarter, quarter is certainly yeah. a thing. And further to that, basically as soon as the Titans uh, and Titans Texans went for it on fourth and whatever uh, with the fake punt and didn't get it, yeah. as soon as that happened, I'm like, oh, Kansas City's winning this game. This is done. Yeah. And I just, you know, so I'm like, okay, this game was 24 nothing like five minutes ago, and I'm pretty sure the team that was down 24 is going to win. And you just never felt otherwise the rest of the game. Yeah, it, it, like Bill O'Brien would basically be the worst guy to sit at a blackjack table with because he would just have no consistency to any of the decisions that he would be making. He'd be hitting on like 18. He wouldn't be splitting when he's supposed to split. He would split when he's not supposed to split. And then when he he would get like one hand and then make the decision, you know, one way and then get the same hand and, and make a completely different decision the next time. It would just be like he would just be a nightmare to be at the table with when when they were up 21 nothing and had the ball fourth and one and he lined up uh, Lamar and or not Lamar Deshaun and everybody to go for it on the fourth and one. I thought, hell, yeah, like they haven't stopped your offense once this game. Sure, there was some fluke stuff with some turnovers and whatnot, but they haven't stopped you and you've got Deshaun Watson get this one yard and then get up 28 nothing because then you'll really start squeezing yeah. it and then they didn't get the playoff and they called timeout and then he just pussied out and kicked the damn field goal and the second he kicked the field goal I believe I texted the pair of you fucking pussy and then <laughs> uh he and then yeah that that was the turning point to me when he decided to kick that field goal and, and I see and then the fake I, I, uh, the, the fake punt was just like unconscionably unnecessary like oh yeah the fake punt the fake punt was a horrifyingly bad decision not only just the the decision to go for it but you didn't have a play for it uh fourth and one uh yeah i think you go for that every time but people saying that's a turning point i i don't know if there was this like no people i am that's that's yeah no fair fair enough i I just don't know i don't just don't know if i buy that from this perspective like patrick mahomes didn't just like get nba jam style he's on fire Mm mm-hmm because of the fourth and one, you know what I mean? Like, like he was just hitting everything. I just think that that team wasn't good enough, and they got every single break, conceivable break, for a quarter of football, and then they actually had to start playing, and once they started playing, they realized they're just not in the same class as the Chiefs. I, that, 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 to me, is what happened. That was, and that's why I think... I think what you just laid out there is precisely why I think kicking the field goal was why they lost. Cause they needed even more points. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and, and they, it was, they wound up losing by 20, you know, yeah. 
and and I thought it was a, I thought it was but I thought that that particular moment where it was a chance where it was like okay you really got a chance to take the soul of the Chiefs here, and then it also would have made it a four score game instead of a three score game. I mean obviously I'm stretching yeah. the bounds there with the with the three two point conversions, but still uh, the point stands and and yeah that that to me was just like I. I'll, I might be alone on this hill, but the, like the 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 fake. Cause it like, was a stupid decision. Because I, realized, I I I certainly agree yeah, with you on that. Because I think everything snowballed from there. Because I think the reason he decided to go for the fake punt is because Bill O'Brien realized, oh man, I really pussied out earlier when I should have gone for it on the fourth and one. You know yeah. what, guys? Let's try a fake punt here. Let's sack up now. And it was like, no, this is not the time for this sort of decision making. And and that that's why I think kicking the field goal was was the beginning of the I'll downfall. S- I'll say this. If you think you even need to fake punts in a situation like that, mm. you must straight up know your team is going to get beat. Right. You yeah. know, like yeah. there's no reason to fake. If you were the, the Vikings or if you were Tennessee is a perfect example and you're up by 24, you just run the ball and then punt it and then run the ball and then punt it. This guy was like, no, we're still going to lose. That's how much worse his team was than Kansas City. Yeah, it, it was it was bizarre to me, and that yeah, every, everything the Chiefs did once that second quarter started was just pure gold from from that point on, uh, and and kudos to them. Uh, last game was Seahawks Packers, uh, pretty much what we expected from that game. I would say I, I don't think I expected the Packers to be that dominant in the first quarter, but I expected most like the Packers in no way uh, this entire season have put together four quarters at once in a single game. Uh, they didn't in this game. They played a good half and then kind of hung on there at the end but even then they needed like i think rogers had to convert like three three and longs on that final drive in order to put the game away um if the seahawks got the ball back uh if if if, uh if he doesn't convert those three three and nines or whatever the heck they were and the seahawks get the ball back i think we're talking about the seahawks uh heading to san francisco um i think you're probably right but here's what i will say to this the seahawks last possession they yeah, punt. The, the punt was the punt was that to me was worse than any yeah. decision Bill O'Brien made it all weekend. Yeah, you know I I I'll concede that for sure. That that punt was, yeah, that 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 punt with three minutes left was the worst uh, decision of the weekend. That's true. Like yeah. like and and they never they never got all that. Like nope. you have Russell Wilson on your team, go for it. Like just like. Field, like that is just a horrifically bad decision. Like yeah. that, that, that to me is a the worst decision any any NFL coach has made in the playoffs. Like this, like by far, that just like you're you're giving the game away essentially. Look, and I know that the Packers had to convert a couple of third and longs there to end the game. I understand that, but they converted them. And Russell Wilson, maybe he's certainly one of the three best quarterbacks on the planet. Mm-hmm. Never touched the football again after that punt. Yeah, that was. How do you possibly justify that? No, it's and it, it was that it, it's part part of that weird old school mentality that the Seahawks have, where to, to, like the whole reason they were in a hole in the first place is they're down twenty one three or whatever the heck it was, and they're still trying to establish this running the ball thing. And it's like, what the hell are you doing? Russell Wilson is, as you suggested, Craig, one of the top three quarterbacks on planet Earth, maybe even higher than that, depending on the day. And they just they they never let him be the focus of the offense until it's too late sometimes, right? And yeah. then Russell Wilson has to pull out all of this weird magic late in the game, and then he nearly did it in this one. If he I like if he'd got the ball back one more time, I, I do think he would have won it. But to your point, they they never should have punted. And a great philosopher once said, "Protect y'all's money, 
No, shit. Fucked it up. Sorry. What, what do you say? Protect y'all minds. Protect y'all's body. Protect y'all chicken. Don't punt with three minutes left and Russell Wilson's your quarterback. That's that's the philosophy. I can't remember. But I think that's close. Um, yeah. The Yeah. No, that that was the worst decision of the weekend. I, I just don't think it was close. I was surprised by how that game went. I thought the Packers were going to uh, keep things on the ground more than they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to tr- want to try to do that this weekend. Yeah. Um, but I thought that's what um, that's what they were going to do. Uh, I was surprised the Green Bay got up by as much as they did. But yeah. it's because uh, it's because the Seahawks kept running the ball. They should have st- when they got down fourteen three or whatever the heck it was. It should have been like, all right, Russell Wilson time. But it was like, no, let's try a couple more series running the ball. Yeah. A- and then at halftime, when they were really down, it was like, all right, I guess we'll try like, this Russell Wilson guy. Carroll is insulated because he 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 won a Super Bowl and got to another one. Mm-hmm. But like. Jeez. But also the worst like decision that, in the history of yeah. football is on his resume. Like I don't I don't yeah. know what to tell you. It, it, was, it was a, a Super Bowl costing decision. Yes. The one time he should have ran the ball. He, he Yeah. Uh, that, that's the most ironic thing about that decision. Yeah. And like and not only that, but like they they have the best goal to go running back of the last how many like uh, Emmett Smith, like, and, and he wasn't the same power guy, but he just like obviously had that nose for the goal line. Yeah. But like, I don't know, was Marshawn Lynch the best goal to go running back that we've seen the last twenty years? It'd be probably. him and it'd be him and Peterson, I think. Would be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, that's reasonable. But like, yeah. no one runs harder, and no one can can get more with less space than Marshawn yeah. Lynch. And no one they, moves a pile like Marshawn yeah, Lynch. Exactly. Yeah. And you need two yards, and you give the ball to not him. And, yeah. Uh, so anyway. Um. Yeah, I just like you know, and, and Carroll does a lot of good things for a team. A secondary is always going to be more than some of its parts when Pete Carroll's your coach, mm-hmm. and the team can have a good attitude and things along those lines. But they were lucky to be where they were this season. Yeah. I think much is very clear. They were uh, wound up being nine and three in one score games. They lost their last two, but nine and three in one score games. It was just uh, yeah, they they're not using Russell Wilson to his maximum capability. That much is clear. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a damn shame is what it is. Uh, anything to add to uh, Packers Seahawks, Bill? Not really. I think when, you're, when your backs are as... Like, there was a time when you, you give the ball to Marshawn Lynch and maybe he breaks one for 50 yards. We weren't going to see that. There's no, no reason to feed him like that. No. If they had their, their running backs... If they had their Carson and Penny. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, maybe you can get away with running the ball seven times because one of those might go for 14. But they hadn't been able to run the ball for more than, what, 10? Do they have any carries that weren't Russell Wilson for more than 10? I don't know if they did. Yeah. And I will so, say this, like they, they were lucky to be uh, in that game. And if they were not playing Josh McCown in round one at the quarterback for the other team, they're probably not even in that game. And they, they, they lose that game. Yeah, like they, they just had a lot of things go their way for them to get to that point. And I think that like you shouldn't need that many things to go your way if Russell Wilson is your quarterback. But they did. Marshawn Lynch had one of those lines that drives you nuts when you go up against this in fantasy where he had 12 carries for 26 yards, average, you know, averaging 2.2 yards a carry, two touchdowns. Yep. Of course. <laughs> right? Like, two touchdowns. So it's like, come on now. Yeah, because they use him in close like they should. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Except for that one time. Um, yep. All right, let's move on to the conference championship games. First up, uh, the AFC title game. 3.05 on Sunday, the Tennessee Titans head to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Uh, this line opened up at Chiefs minus 7.5. It is still at minus 7.5. It opened up at – the over-under opened up at 51, and it has uh, been bet up to 52.5. Uh, 
the Kansas City Chiefs are the number three team in DVOA, according to the good people at Football Outsiders, and they will be facing the number fourth team in DVOA, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, let me give you the tale of the tape as far as the spreads. Kansas City Chiefs at home against the spread were 4-3-1, and one, so a little bit better than uh, 500. And the Tennessee Titans on the road were 5-3, and three, so the Titans slightly better on the road against uh, the spread than the Chiefs were. Uh, the Chiefs minus seven and a half uh, going into the game this week. What do you think, Bill? I think I got to go with the Titans here. I think the Chiefs are getting a little too much love from what they did to the Houston secondary, but they won't be able to do that to the Titans. Uh, I, I think the Titans should be able to take a close game here. I, again, if the Titans can get any sort of lead, they're real good at holding it. Um, I don't think you're going to see an air show like you saw last week, so I'll take the points. Uh, Chiefs minus seven and a half. What do you think, Craig? I'm taking the points too. I just think that they're able to keep this game close enough that uh, that they they don't win by the full touchdown. Tennessee beat uh, Kansas City earlier this season. That game was in uh, was in uh, Nashville, and the the Titans were healthier than the Chiefs for that game. I don't know if that's necessarily I the case. I believe here that today. was uh, Patrick Mahomes' first game back from the dislocated knee. Yeah, if I remember correctly. So he was not 100 uh, percent for that game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, either way. Um, I just I think that we see enough Derrick Henry that um, the the Chiefs don't have a chance to, to um, get as many possessions as they did against Houston and score as frequently and easily as they did against Houston. I'm gonna I'm gonna go the other way from you guys. I think I think the Chiefs. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay the seven and a half. I think that the squarest cards that are going to exist. I think the squarest teasers that are going to exist this weekend. Are going to be the Titans and the un like the Titans getting seven and a half and the under in this game. I think I believe I believe that is going to be the squarest, uh, publicest type of ticket that uh, is. Going well, to yeah. If you're if you're thinking that the, the, this game is going to be one where the Titans keep it close, you're you're mm-hmm. probably also thinking that less than fifty two and a half yeah. points gets. So I I am going to go the opposite way. I'm going to try to zig when everybody's zagging here. I'm going to say that the Chiefs cover the seven and a half, and I'm going to say that this game goes over. Which is uh, strange. I don't normally do that. And for this week, I'm um, just to keep it like four, four, and four. I'm gonna make us all uh, not only pick against the spread, but also the over/under for these two games, just for funsies. Uh, okay. It's not gonna go on our all-time records. So, uh, yeah, I just, I just, I, I think the Titans are great. Um, I think that what they've done this year is tremendous. It's obviously a tale of two halves. Uh, clearly, going to Tannehill over Mariota. Was yeah, it wasn't. Crazy. It wasn't kind of a random change. Like we can kind of pinpoint yeah. when things started to go better. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's obviously, you know, some things are bullshit. This is not one of them, right? Yeah. Like, no, uh, no, no, no. Uh, some uh, things like, oh wow, they're, they're this and this since the team had this big bonding trip. Like, no, no, no. They're just good since they changed quarterbacks. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. let's exactly. not look too much into this. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think Vrabel is a, is a tremendous coach, uh, despite uh, him making the comments about his palace. Um, but yeah, I, I just I think hey, it was I, a good motivator. We really want to get to the Super Bowl. See that guy cut his dick off. Yeah. <laughs> you guys think coach will cut his penis off? Come on! <laughs> yeah, hey, Don't you guys want got, to see that? Yeah, we got we got to beat Kansas City this week. Yeah. <laughs> The only way to know. Like, like he's variable in like the thing with like a pair of gardening shears going. Come on, boys! Don't you want to see me use these? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. It's like Major League when they're taking the pieces of the the, the stickers off the owner's picture. Yeah. Only like you know, there's like you know, the st- 
Uh, Yeah, I've gone too far with this. Every week, he's just got a pair of gardening shears that he slowly peels the wrapper off. Or or just a little bit closer. Oh, mercy. Can you imagine? Uh, Oh, God, excuse me. Um, Yeah, Tennessee Titans. So it sounds like, Bill, your official pick for uh, Titans Chiefs. Titans. Titans and the points. Um, Over under is 52 and a half. How do you feel about that one? Under. Under. Right. Uh, Craig, official picks? Uh, I'm taking the Titans and the under. Okay. So you guys are both going with what Matt Pierce perceives as the squarest ticket of the week. But I just, yeah, I don't right. know. This, this don't game just feels like, just feels do, like yeah. Kansas City 24, uh, Tennessee 20 to me, I, or Tennessee, I, you know. Yeah, I just feel like we're, we're market correcting a little too hard on Tennessee here, is 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 what I'll say. Um, I don't know. This is a regular season line, Pierce. Would you not feel as though seven, like, hey, one second, we, we have to give up seven and a half points to bet against the Tennessee Titans? Like, that, uh, those yeah, are that's a good team. I suppose, I suppose. Yeah. Um, this game, I think, the, the other thing that's got me effed up in this one, because my official pick is Kansas City minus a seven and a half and the over on the 52. Um, I, you know, I was reading a lot that a lot of the super math guys who use their algorithms to discover what the line, because Vegas doesn't, as we point out in this podcast and, uh, several times and, and, and I'll say it once more right now, Vegas's job is not to, um, set the line at where it should be. It is to set the line where they will get maximum amount of, of betting on both sides. Right. right. Um, so the math guys, what they try to do with their genius brains, and I'm not one of them, but I read their stuff in an effort to get smarter. Um, they come up with what the lines should actually be to see what kind of value they're getting. And more than one of the, the sharp math guys who make their living betting on football had, had the, like the true line as they refer to it for this game at chiefs minus 13 and a half. So in that respect, we're getting six point, like a free six points with the Chiefs, right? Like, like they were basically saying mm. it should be Chiefs minus thirteen and a half. But like, who knows? Because I'm sure the true, I'm sure the true line for the friggin' Titans Ravens was probably even a little bit higher than it was, and the Titans outright won that game, right? So yeah, I'd be willing to bet DVOA of yeah. Titans with Tannehill under center is higher than the Chiefs. Well, it's, yeah, they got to four. For God's sake, yeah. If if they like, played, if they played, and that, that's in, counting the Mariota stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's counting the Mariota stuff. Uh, the worst unit left in uh, the 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 worst unit left in uh, by DVOA standards is the uh, Titans special teams, um, and they're going up against the number one ranked special teams in the in the thing. So now, that could and be here's some, the other yeah. one. It's the number one ranked special teams that essentially gave up two touchdowns last week. True. Yeah, with the weird. Uh, no, 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 I'm not saying they will yeah. again. In fact, I think it's highly unle- like nearly impossible that they do that again. Yeah. But uh, they they officially gave up one touchdown, and then the Tyreek Hill fumble basically made it gave the, the Texans an easy one. So I'll say this: if the Tennessee Titans get up 24 nothing in the first quarter against the Chiefs, they will not give that lead back and lose by <laughs> yeah. 20. That much I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> Chiefs are going to have to place a bet for this one, not three. Yeah. <laughs> are we allowed to place a bet on Tennessee mm-hmm. after we see whether they're up by 24 points or not? <laughs> yeah, you can. Well, I guess I guess yeah. I guess you can, but yeah. you, you won't win a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, nobody's gonna pay you for that. I um, think I think Bob Scucci tweeted, who, who's uh, a bookmaker for the Orleans down in, in the thing. I think he tweeted that forty percent of the take 
of Vegas's take last week came in on the live bets in in Chiefs, Chief, in Chiefs Texans, which is un, that's unconscionable that they got forty percent of the of the the money they took in from bets that were made in game. <laughs> Especially because that means that people were betting like crazy on Houston. Uh, well, no, I guess they, they, they could be betting on all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. those in-game bets you can bet on anything, not just winner, right? Yeah, because well, what would the odds have been when it was twenty-one nothing and the uh, the Texans were driving to go up twenty-eight nothing right before they kicked the field goal, right? Yeah, like, like, you maybe pay out a dollar yeah. ten on a dollar there, like yeah, you would you would you would have gotten the Chiefs plus some points probably there, right? So, but you also would have got. The Texans probably because I'm I remember, I think the odds were still like I th- like I thought I read that it was if something like an you know, I, you know forgive me if I get the numbers wrong but like even though they were driving up twenty I think when they were up twenty four nothing at the end of the first quarter I think Vegas still only had the odds on the Texans that like like the juice was only like minus one twenty so you weren't giving that much to to pick the team that was up twenty four nothing so I think a lot of public squares did that <laughs> and it ended up. Uh, yeah, not working out for him. Obviously, is the team gave up fifty-one points after that. <laughs> Crazy. All right, uh, second game, NFC Championship game, six uh, forty start time. The Green Bay Packers head to San Francisco to take on the Niners. This game opened up at Niners minus seven. It has been bet to mi- Niners minus seven and a half. So both lines are seven and a half. Over under forty-five for this game. DVOA rankings have San Francisco at. Five, and Green Bay by far the worst team remaining at 15th in DVOA. Not one of their three units is in the top 10, is ranked in the top 10 according to DVOA. 11th in offense, 17th in defense, 18th in special teams. Um, so Green Bay, according to the the to the math whiz, is uh, easily the worst team remaining. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers at home against the spread were three, four, and one. So they do not have the, uh, the home field advantage that most people would think they do. And they were, and the Green Bay Packers were five and three on the season, uh, against, uh, the spread on the road. Uh, San Francisco 49ers minus seven and a half. Craig, what do you think? I want the Niners. Interesting. Um, I just, they're better. They're a lot better. They are. <clears throat> I, I just, I, I think you're right. I think I, I would be, I would honestly be, I'd be stunned if the Niners lost this game. I'm just worried about, uh, seven and a half is a lot to give up with Aaron Rodgers. I'm worried about the backdoor cover potential. That's I think that the Niners win this game by two scores. Like, even with a backdoor, like, yeah, I just. I just think this is a two-score win for the Niners, maybe more than that. Um, I think they control the clock. I think that uh, Rodgers is going to have a tough time. This is, like, remember, like, the last time they went there, they got their asses kicked. And I don't know if it's going to be bad again, but it's uh, it was ugly. And that's, yeah, I, th- that's one of the other reasons I kind of like Green Bay getting the points is because it's tough to do that to a team. No matter who you are, it's tough to do that to a team twice in one year, right? Yeah. yeah. That's... That's just me, though. But uh, who knows? Uh, San Francisco 49ers minus 7.5. What do you think, Bill? You know what? I I was on the Niners all week, but I think I like the Packers more here. I think I'll take the points. And the reason I say that is 
I, I'm looking at the Niners, and they have struggled this season with quarterbacks that can really spread the ball out. You know, they, they how many did they give up to the Saints? The, the Falcons were able to beat them because Matt mm-hmm. Ryan's pretty good at that. Um, lost to the Seahawks as well. Yeah. Uh, I think any quarterback like that can spread the ball around a little bit, that you know, you drop back in the pocket, you have a bit of time in the pocket, you can find somebody. And and let's be honest, that's what Aaron Rodgers does. Uh, I think they're going to be able to move the ball with some consistency here. I really don't think the Packers win this game, but I think they will be able to cover. Uh, just, uh, I, I agree with that, that you know they've had, they've had a turn with the, their quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers is twenty for thirty three for a hundred and four yards mm-hmm. in the last meeting and was sacked five times. Yeah. Uh, this is where I think that the Niners have kind of unlocked, you know, back to, to where their defense was. Uh, D. Ford and Nick Bosa are both healthy at the same time here. Yeah, that's a big one. That it wasn't the case for some of those other late season games where the Niners had a tough time. Uh, I think that their pass rush is back, and Richard Sherman is is, is healthy as well. Their secondary is not completely where they want it, but. Um, I just think they're 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 going to have a real hard time. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers or not, if if they only have the amount of time Cousins had last week, they yeah. Can't. Well, and I, I think I texted you in the game like I don't care if you put 2007 Tom Brady there, 1987 John Elway, like mm-hmm. quarterbacks sort of at the peaks of their powers, 2004 Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like Kurt, like it, it didn't matter who the Vikings had at quarterback no. because it doesn't matter if there's a guy in your face and you snap the ball. Yeah, if, uh, if Aaron Rodgers if Aaron Rodgers has that same problem this weekend, the Packers are going to lose. No, this is going to come down to whether or not they can keep him upright. And and I honestly think they'll that's got to be one hundred percent of focus. It, but and, and and maybe I'm I'm putting too much into it. I just think that things have just other than that Niners game, ironically enough. Things have gone just so well for Green Bay at every turn this week. They've caught teams at the right time. They catch the Chiefs without Mahomes. Um like just 14 it, things against the lion, 14 be, uh, yeah. missed calls against the lions to get a W. Yep. Yeah. 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 They've just caught teams at the right time repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're catching the Niners at the wrong time. And I th- think that uh, things kind of come back on them a little bit here and the Packers lose this game by a bunch. Yeah. They're I, just, I, they're, 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 they're not as good as the Niners. Like I don't think there's as big a talent disparity in chiefs Titans as there is in Niners Packers. And I don't think it's particularly close. I just think they're not as good. Yeah, I, I I agree with you there. I, I'm mostly concerned about the backdoor cover with the with the plus seven and a half. Um, I I know that. Uh, what what did you make of Richard Sherman's press conference there, Craig? After the the last game, just you know standard Richard Sherman stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, I, I I like it when he does stuff like that. Oh yeah, I, I I do too. But at the same time, and I don't always think he's factual. I don't always think. No, he he's he's certainly not factual in the last one. That, yeah. that that was my thing with the last one is is that he was definitely not factual. I think what he's doing is he's doing that thing that certain people do, certain great people in in sports have to do, where he's just creating invisible enemies for himself uh, right. to to overcome. And and because like when he was in there talking about how nobody thinks I'm good, I'm like Richard Sherman. A lot of people think you're good, but right? <laughs> like a lot of people think you're good. Now that said, there were a lot of people who um, who thought that Richard Sherman was never going to be a top level NFL corner again after his injury before he left Seattle. Yeah, there were a lot of people who thought that, and 
I was, Those I was one people, of them. I didn't think he yeah. was top level, but I knew he still belonged in the goddamn NFL. So yeah, uh, I think those people, though, I think Richard Sherman is taking a lot of satisfaction in proving wrong. Mm. Uh, because I think that Richard Richard Sherman was the second best corner in the. Uh, out a little bit there but uh yeah the the, the the point stands richard sherman very good at football He's yes just, yes i've never so once questioned no no I, exactly and that and that was the thing where i'm just like yeah i'll um oh yeah where it's just like whoa he's uh he's so he's so good at football so that, that that's why i just thought it was funny because i'm just like yeah, he's just creating invisible enemies for himself to overcome, and I'm just like, all right, makes sense to him. Uh, Bill Needles' official pick for uh, Packers Niners. Yeah, give me the Packers. Okay, it's taking the points. Uh, what's your o- overarching log? Yeah, what was that line, line one more time? Uh, plus seven and a half right now. No, the the over under. Oh, sorry, the over under line is uh, four and a half. I uh, just, uh, what's your overarching uh, thought on just the uh, plus seven and a half, Bill? Uh, just that Green Bay is going to be able to move the ball and the Niners won't be able to do whatever they want. So Green Bay will be within a score. Uh, like I said, I don't think the uh, the Packers can win this game. I really don't. The Niners are a better football team. Uh, but I think they'll be able to move the ball enough and you get into a situation where Rodgers is down by 10, driving at the end, he could score one, get a, a field goal maybe and try to Hail Mary after. So I see the back door as an option too. Uh, the over-under is 45 points for this game currently. I think for the Packers to cover there, they're gonna, that's going to need to be over. Over 45. Uh, Craig Needles, official pick for Green Bay versus 49ers. 49ers in the under. Okay. So I'm, I think we're looking at, you know, the Niners 28, Packers 7 type of game. Ugh, boring. Uh, I got uh, Green Bay plus seven and a half, and I'm gonna agree with Craig. I'm gonna take the under on the on the 45. So I'm 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 thinking this is like a 20 to 17 type of type of game that we got going on here. Um, that isn't this though like the like Green Bay San Francisco in the NFC Championship game, mm-hmm. like on Fox. Like isn't this like the most like nostalgic 90s matchup you can really come up with. I guess, like, maybe one of these two teams against the Cowboys in the NFC title, but, like, this is good. I like this. Yeah, this is... is, Well, because they'll be able to replay that T.O. catch-all. Yeah, no, that that was... uh, That was a first round game, but still, still, uh, there yeah. are a couple of good, yeah, yeah, could couple good NFC title Packers, games, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, absolutely, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, they'll they'll replay that one uh, all week. Uh, Titans, Chiefs will be stuff. Um, I think from a sexy standpoint. You want Niners Chiefs. Niners Chiefs, yeah. Niners Packers, I think, would be number two because then you get Mahomes versus Rodgers. Um, Titans Packers is the worst, I think. Is Titans... I think that's the one that's the least interesting, yeah. Yeah, is Titans Packers the worst or is Titans Niners the worst to you, Craig? Because Titans Packers, you at least get Aaron Rodgers in the uh, in the finals. So is... is... I think, <sighs> like I, I, me personally, I think Titans Packers would be the the least sexy matchup we could get. Uh, I think for, if you're like, you know, if, not not that the NFL is wondering if people are going to watch the Super Bowl. Like, right, hey, if yeah. I don't support this thing, it might not make it. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's that's probably the one they like the least. Uh, no, you know, no, they want yeah. the Packers. They want the Packers. 
You think because so? Yeah. Like, so you think Chiefs. The, the, the Niners. The Niners are a heritage yeah. franchise, but the Packers are a bigger heritage franchise. Yeah. So they want Chiefs Packers as their is their dream. Match. I think like Chiefs Packers is. I think Chiefs Packers what they want. I, I Chiefs Niners what I want. I think from a football perspective, that game would be fantastic. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that's the money matchup. Basically, anything not involving the Tennessee Titans. But uh, here we are. Imagine if the Titans were to go through. If the Titans were to go through, there's the cool underdog story of, hey, this team team got shut out in Denver week six Mm -hmm. to go to three and three or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And now they're in the Super Bowl. How many teams have started two and four and won the Super Bowl? Yeah. It's probably not a high number. And it would be, God, it would be um, Brady, Lamar, Mahomes, and then potentially Aaron Rodgers if they yeah, won. Yeah, could you imagine if that's, yeah. their, if that's their lineup? Four successive MVPs is what that would be. Yeah, right? Like if they, <laughs> you would be beating four successive NFL MVPs if that's, uh, yeah, if that's the group you yeah, that'd be a hell of a narrative. Hell of a narrative for sure. Uh, I believe I said my official pick was Green Bay plus a seven and a half in the under for that game. Um, that's it for this week. Uh, crossover podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the crossover podcast. We're also on Google Play and Stitcher now, so uh, check us out on there and pump those numbers up a little bit, please and thank you. Um, Housekeeping-wise, I think I'm going to give you guys the week off next week. Um... Not much to di- to discuss, obviously. I mean, I'll ass- if if something unbelievable happens, I'll assemble the bat signal and w- we'll we'll talk about what happened in the conference games. But uh, I like to give you guys the week off uh, and then come back uh, the week after for the Super Bowl for our ultimate uh, gambling talk preview pod of of the year. It's just got so much fun the the, the Super Bowl yeah. preview gambling. Podcast. I'm excited to break down the anthem length. Yeah, exactly, right? That's always what like it's just so much fun to break down all that nonsense. Uh easily one of my favorite pods of the year. So next week, um we're I I got a plan uh, cuz next Sunday, uh the counter program against the Pro Bowl, I guess, will be uh the Royal Rumbles next week, you guys. Uh, so I'm going to have Mac back on and, and we might have, a someone else join in Mac and myself to, to discuss what will happen at WWE's 2020 Royal Rumble. So we'll be discussing a little, little bit of the wrestling next week on the crossover podcast. And then, uh, two weeks from now, you guys will be back for the, uh, super triple mega Noah races, uh, super bowl gambling pod, which is, is as always is just, God damn it. It's so much fun. I can't wait for that one. Yeah. Uh, so Bill Needles, Craig Needles, as always, uh, it was a pleasure doing this with you guys. And uh, take care, and we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Sounds good.